You are now tuned in to the Wrestling Purists. Hello, everyone. Welcome back to the Wrestling Purists podcast. My name is Ryan, and this is going to be a relatively quick entry here. Uh, This is just talking about NXT Vengeance Day. Uh, This is, uh, I believe, the second in the Vengeance Day series. Uh, NXT revived it last year after it being in the catacombs of the WWE archives for almost a decade. It's kind of now their February uh, takeover, non-takeover. They don't really do takeovers anymore. Uh, But... This will be on Sci-Fi instead of USA because of the Winter Olympics. So all of the all of the promotional information for this before the Olympics said, "Oh, USA, USA, USA." Now it's on Sci-Fi. So I'm very curious to see the ratings when they come out tomorrow. But let's get right into what we should expect on this show. We have six scheduled matches, and for a two-hour show, I'm not sure how I feel about that because something's kind of, I mean, if you think about it and you break it down, in a two-hour show with six matches, that's about 20 minutes per match with, you know, intros, outros, the actual match, uh, commercials, kind of segues, all that good stuff. And not to mention, this is still an NXT show, so you're still going to have the backstage segments. You're probably going to have an interview segment or two. So, again, this is going to be very interesting how with six matches and a regular weekly NXT show kind of mixed into one, how we're going to see this all play out. But let's start with, look, just skimming this card. Everything has got either a title on the line or stipulation to it. So we'll do the non-title ones first. We will start with um, the handicap match between LA Knight and the team of Grayson Waller and Sanga. Uh, Sanga is uh, formerly one half of Indushare. And you guys already know I'm a big mark for Rinka King. This is the deadly Danda from Rinka King. So I'm very, I'm super excited because anytime I get to talk about Rinka King, it's, it's so obscure in the world of professional wrestling. And for those that don't know, Rinka King was TNA's attempt to reach out to the Indian markets and um, uh, Marky D123 on YouTube does a great job of going through the entire series episode by episode. Um, so go check him out. That's Marky, the letter D, and then 123 on YouTube. I'll give him a lot of credit for this because um, – he was the one that actually um, 
I got hooked onto his channel, and then just started scrolling. I'm like, Ring Ring King Scott Steiner, what's going on with this? So I click it, and then, uh, yeah, it, it's a slippery slope to kind of get hooked onto. So, um, but the match is Waller and Sanga versus LA Knight. If LA Knight wins, uh, the restraining order against LA Knight is lifted. I do, um, with all of the rumors of LA Knight being called to the main roster, a lot of the reports say post-mania, but it wouldn't surprise me if this is the first step uh, in order to fulfilling that. So uh, I will predict Grayson Waller and Sanga get the win by hook or by crook. And let's move on to the weaponized steel cage matches they are advertising it to be. It's Pete Dunne versus Tony D'Angelo. I have made my thoughts on Tony D'Angelo very clear, very crystal. Um, Tony D'Angelo is going to win this match. And kind of the same reason that uh, LA Knight is going to lose his is that the rumors are saying that Pete Dunne is going to be a post-mania call-up to which brand uh, they've done dark matches both on SmackDown. So, but Raw has a, has an extra hour of programming to fill. So who knows what I will say though, is for as much crap as I've given the character of Tony D'Angelo, he is doing his character proud. I guess I could say his character work is good. His entering stuff, I got to see a little more. Uh, because in the War Games match, it was very weapon-based. Uh, he showed a little bit in the uh, next match with Pete Dunne. Showed a little bit um, in his next match. Oh, my gosh. I'm going to be really upset. Um, Draco Anthony. And now... Just got to see more without the weapons. Like, I'm sold on this guy if he can go in ring. Like, that's where I'm at with this. And with Pete Dunne leaving, with LA Knight leaving, you you need some new stars. And Tony D'Angelo is going to have to win. He's going to have to show off a little bit of what he can do in ring, uh, not with weapons. But either way, Tony D'Angelo wins this. And let's move on. Uh, The last non-title match, though, is the finals for the Dusty Rhodes Tag Team Classic. It is MSK versus the Creed Brothers. If you go back on the TikTok, uh, at TWP underscore TT, and you find that TikTok where I say MSK and the Creed Brothers will be in the finals... And that's where I'm at now. I predicted that. Okay? So go back, find it. The proof is in the pudding. Some other predictions in that uh, TikTok I did get wrong. Um, you know, I, I, obviously you make the prediction for the tournament. You don't know what's going to happen in the episodes leading up to the matches. Uh, so I can confidently say I predicted this. I'm going to stick with my prediction. I'm going to say the Creed Brothers win. Uh, 
I don't know if it really makes a whole lot of sense for the Creed Brothers to win because they're technically a part of Diamond Mind, the heel stable, and the champions right now are Imperium, a heel stable. So, storyline-wise, it would make a lot more sense for MSK to win. However, I'm not a huge fan of them going back-to-back. Honestly, if it's a Dusty Rose Tag Team Classic, I don't think the winning team should be in it uh, from the previous year. Uh, It's get a different tag team in there. You know, just a little bit of variety. And I don't think we've had a repeat winner. I did think the GYV would go a little further. I think they've kind of been given the raw end of the deal here uh, the last couple years of being in it with some early exits from the tournament. But I'm going to see this thing through. Creed Brothers, Dusty Rhodes Tag Team Classic winners. Um, Obviously, the winners get a future NXT tag title shot, so... They don't have to be the next in line, uh, but that could give MSK kind of the little tiny crack in the door to shimmy through, take the titles off of Imperium to maybe get a rematch here. I don't know. All right, moving on. So there's three title matches. I'll move on to the one that's uh, pretty cut and dry for me. This is probably one of the more predictable matches on the card. It's the women's tag team title match. It is Indy Hartwell and Persia Parata uh, challenging uh, the toxic attraction team of Gigi Dolan and JC Jane. And I think they retain. Uh, I <laughs> Indy Hartwell, what a what a fall from grace. You know, yeah, you're you're back in this title match. Yeah, you were in the ladder match uh, to determine the tag champions. But I just feel like your character is just so far removed from what it was during the way. And I think Persia Parada is not good. Uh, she's kind of the weak link of the four here in the ring. Um for this match jc jane i'm not that high up on but she can actually i hold her a step above persia parada and then we all know that Gigi dolan uh the former priscilla kelly can go and indy hartwell is fine in ring she really is but the whole storyline earlier um this year and the tail end of last year was, oh, I'm so distracted because of Dexter Loomis. Okay, so don't have a match. <laughs> or suck it up and go out there and have a match. But just stand out there and just like kind of day daydream. Like it makes your character look really dumb. And I don't understand why we make our female characters look so ditzy and so stupid in the last you know, six, seven, eight years we've seen this quote-unquote women's revolution in professional wrestling. And now we have a character that is so distraught about her man that she can't wrestle. And 
a far step from what um, we saw even a couple of years ago. And this is the women in NXT are not what the women's revolution is. The title matches are long. The singles matches, unless you are a higher profile name or you are in a match with somebody with a high profile name, you're getting maybe four or five minutes tops. And that's where we were uh, probably pre-2014. And that's not a step we want to be taking. I think this match just triggered Amazon for some reason. Uh, But I, and that's where I feel this match is going to end up. I feel like, there's one other than the handicap match. This match could be the one that gets cut for time. And it, why why do we care about this match? Seriously, I, it's it's not me attacking women women's wrestling. Okay, it's me telling NXT 2.0 to give me something to care about. It is, and I. I'm struggling right now because, like I said, Indy Hartwell, good character work. Uh, Priscilla Kelly, a good in-ring performer. But she's in a group called Toxic Attraction. Like, all the promos are, look at how beautiful we are. Oh, and then two out of the three can't can't even wrestle. Or can barely wrestle. I mean, obviously you're in WWE for a reason. But give me something to care about. And that's where I'm at with this match. Toxic Attraction is going to retain. It's cut and dry. I don't see another way this goes the other way. So on with our discussion with the next match. It is Carmelo Hayes defending his North American Championship against Cameron Grimes. You see how we just swept that whole Cruiserweight title under the rug? Yeah. Yeah, very unfortunate. You know what else is unfortunate? Uh, Roddy Strong isn't on this card. Uh, He's another name that's being kind of thrown around as kind of being in limbo almost. uh, Because he's with the old guard of your Coles, your Garganos, your O'Reilly's, your Fish. He's the last one of Undisputed Era standing. So with the old guard, but now with the new guard, they're talking about maybe getting him... A post-mania call-up like Pete Dunne, like L.A. Knight. So, who knows? But he's not even on the card. Um, But it's also tough to say who do we take off of this card. So, I understand in a way. Um, This is probably my most difficult one to predict because I think Carmelo Hayes is doing the best work of his NXT run. I hate Trick Williams. I hate his character. He can't wrestle. Uh, he's pretty useless. Uh, he's he's a he's a hype man, I guess, but he's an awful hype man. Uh, and then on the other side, you've got Cameron Grimes, who I think is long deserving for a meaningful title run in NXT. Either that, or put him up on the main roster. Give him something to do up there. I think he's done everything in NXT that he can do. I think 
meaningful feuds, everything but a title run. And I'm not counting the feud with him and L.A. Knight over the Million Dollar Championship. If you're counting that, then what is he still doing in NXT? It's kind of like my same question to Roddy is, you know, former cruiserweight, former North American champion, we're still in NXT. It's like, are they just waiting out his contract or are they going to release it? Like, we don't know. And I really want Cameron Grimes to win because I think he deserves it. But I think with the new direction of 2.0, I think Carmelo Hayes retains uh, by hook or by crook. I think Trick Williams will be at ringside. Uh, If he is, he'll get the win. And then what's next for Cameron Grimes? Who knows? Because we don't do any long-term booking on NXT. Which brings me to my main event for the evening for the NXT Championship. Braun Breaker defends against Santos Escobar. Um, you got to imagine that Dolph Ziggler will be close by. Uh, he was involved in the contract signing this past Tuesday. Uh, I find it very hard to believe that we have... Raw and SmackDown guys that are openly willing to come to NXT. I find it really hard to believe. Um, AJ said, uh, I think it was the bump or out of character uh, with Ryan Satin. It was like, um, AJ goes like, oh yeah, I wanted to go down and, and you know work with the 2.0 guys. Show them like, hey, this is how we do it on the main roster. What? What are you talking about? Like, that's not out of character. That's in character, if you're asking me. I think we could have used... I mean, you know, AJ had one match in NXT. It didn't bring super great ratings, but, I mean, it was better than what we've been doing. So, in a way, what was your intent with that? I guess that's for NXT and WWE to figure out, but... um, I guess extra eyes on the product is what you were going for. If that's the case, then it worked. And then you lost them all like weeks later when you changed Walter's name to Gunther. So, oh yeah, Imperium's not on this card. Anyway, uh, Braun Breaker's going to retain because we're going to get Braun Breaker and Dolph Ziggler here coming down the road. And honestly, the way that... um, we're booking pay, pay-per-views as of late. Uh, oh, sorry. We're booking premium main events as of late. It honestly wouldn't surprise me at two nights of WrestleMania if we got an NXT championship match at WrestleMania. Now, I know what you're listening to this. You're saying, that's absolutely crazy, Brian. That's not going to happen. <laughs> I also didn't think that Three or four years ago, Survivor Series, NXT was going to blow the main roster out of the water. You know, it, crazier things have happened. But I do imagine that Dolph Ziggler will be, like, on commentary. Uh, I don't think he'll cost either man because he kind of got into it with Braun Breaker. But I also don't think that 
he'll cost anyone the match. Um, so then, my next question, I guess, is where do we go from here? And so, obviously, if everything comes to fruition, um, LA Knight, Pete Dunn, Cameron Grimes will move to the main roster after they all three lose. And then who's left? You got Braun Breaker. He'll probably defend against uh, Dolph Ziggler at some point. Uh, who's next for Toxic Attraction in the, in the women's tag team division? Nobody knows because there's no tag teams in the women's division. Uh, Kamala Hayes and Tony D'Angelo. That's probably the next match there. Uh, if the Creed brothers win... I don't think they'll get their match immediately with Imperium. Uh, so, yeah. That is NXT Vengeance Day. It is on tonight uh, at 8 p.m. on Sci-Fi. Don't forget, it's on Sci-Fi. And with that, I will ask you to go check out our Twitter page. It is at the WP underscore pod. That is T-H-E. WP underscore pod. You can find me at Coach Cod. Find Jeff at Jeff M. Hall 1. Uh, you can find us on TikTok. I know I've been pretty dropping the ball there the last couple of weeks, but I'm planning to get back on it, uh, especially with tonight's um, NXT special. I don't know what they're calling it, but it's not a takeover. Um, you can find us on TikTok at TWP underscore TT. Uh, you're listening to us on either Apple, Spotify, or Amazon. You can listen to us on Google. It takes like an extra day or two for it to post for some reason, so I don't know what's going on there. Um, but if those four aren't what you normally listen to us on, you can head over to our Podster page, uh, which you can find the link to on our Twitter, and you can uh, find a dozen other streaming sites for you to listen to us on. And if you like what you're listening to, you want to support the show, head on over to Buy Me A Coffee. That is buymeacoffee.com backslash TWPPOD. That's TWPPOD. Um, as little as $1 and above, um, anything would be greatly appreciated. All right. And uh, be sure to check out our last retro review. Uh, it was WWE No Way Out 2003. It was a fun little way to spend an hour, so check that out. Uh, and until next time, everybody continue to be safe, and above all, stay pure. Stay pure.